Section 33 of the Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night. Volume 9. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Andre Levy, AndreLevy.net, Lisbon, Portugal. The Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 9, by Anonymous. Translated by Richard Francis Burton. Night 953. When it was the 953rd night, she pursued. It hath reached me, O auspicious king, that the youth Ibrahim said in his mind, And I ask the bookseller of the painter of this picture, haply he will tell me, and if it be only a picture, I will leave doting upon it and plague myself no more for a thing which hath no real existence. So on the next Friday he betook himself to the bookseller, who sprang up to receive him and said to him, O oh, uncle, tell me, who painted this picture? He replied, O oh, my lord, a man of the people of Baghdad painted it, by name Abu al-Qasim al-Sandalani, who dwelleth in a quarter called al-Kark, but I know not of whom it is the portraiture. So Ibrahim left him, without acquainting any of his households with his case, and returned to the palace after praying the Friday prayers. Then he took a bag, and filling it with gold and gems to the value of thirty thousand dinars, waited till the morning, when he went out without telling any, and presently overtook a caravan. Here he saw a Badawi, and asked him, O oh, uncle, what distance is between me and Baghdad? And the other answered, O oh, my son, where art thou, and where is Baghdad? Verily, between thee and it is two months' journey. Quoth Ibrahim, O oh, uncle, an thou wilt guide me to Baghdad, I will give thee an hundred dinars, and this mare under me that is worth other thousand gold pieces. And quoth the Badawi, Allah be witness of what we say, thou shalt not lodge this night but with me. So Ibrahim agreed to this, and passed the night with him. At break of dawn the Badawi took him, and fared on with him in haste by a near road, in his greed for the mare and the promised good. Nor did they leave wayfaring till they came to the walls of Baghdad, when said the wildling, Praised be Allah for safety, O my lord, this is Baghdad whereat Ibrahim rejoiced with exceeding joy, and alighting from the mare, gave her to the desert man, together with the hundred dinars. Then he took the bag, and entering the city, walked on, inquiring for the quarter Al-Kark, and the station of the merchants, till destiny drave him to a byway, wherein were ten houses, five fronting five and at the farther end was a two-leaved door with a silver ring. By the gate stood two benches of marble spread with the finest carpets, and on one of them sat a man of handsome aspect and reverend, clad in sumptuous clothing and attended by five mamelukes like moons. When the young Ibrahim saw the street, he knew it by the description the bookseller had given him, so he salaamed to the man, who returned his salutation, and bidding him welcome, made him sit down, and asked him of his case. Quoth Ibrahim, 
I am a stranger man, and desire of thy favour, that thou look me out a house in the street, where I may take up my abode. With this the other cried out, saying, Ho, Gazala! And there came forth to him a slave-girl, who said, At thy service, my lord. Said her master, Take some servants, and fare ye all and every to such a house, and clean it, and furnish it with whatso is needful for this handsome youth. So she went forth, and did his bidding, whilst the old man took the youth, and showed him the house, and he said, O oh, my lord, how much may be the rent of this house? The other answered, O oh, bright of face, I will take no rent of thee whilst thou abidest therein. Ibrahim thanked him for this, and the old man called another slave-girl, whereupon there came forth to him a damsel like the sun, to whom he said, Bring chess. So she brought it, and one of the servants sent the cloth, whereupon said the sheikh to Ibrahim, Wilt thou play with me? And he answered, Yes. So they played several games, and Ibrahim beat him when his adversary exclaimed, Well done, O youth! Thou art indeed perfect in qualities. By Allah, there is not one in Baghdad can beat me, and yet thou hast beaten me. Now when they had made ready the house, and furnished it with all that was needful, the old man delivered the keys to Ibrahim, and said to him, O my lord, wilt thou not enter my place, and eat of my bread? He assented and walking in with him found it a handsome house and a goodly decorated with gold and full of all manner pictures and furniture galore and other things such as tongue faileth to set out the old man welcomed him and called for food whereupon they brought a table of the make of sana of al yaman and spread it with all manner rare viands than which there was not costlier nor more delicious. So Ibrahim ate his sufficiency, after which he washed his hands and proceeded to inspect the house and furniture. Presently he turned to look for the leather bag, but found it not, and said in himself, There is no majesty, and there is no might save in Allah the Glorious the Great. I have eaten a morsel, worth a dirham or two, and have lost a bag wherein is thirty thousand dinars worth, but I seek aid of Allah. And he was silent, and could not speak. And Shahrazad perceived the dawn of day, and ceased to say her permitted say. End of Night 953 Night 954 When it was the 954th night, she resumed, it hath reached me, O auspicious king, that when the youth Ibrahim saw that his bag was lost, he was silent and could not speak for the greatness of his trouble. Presently his host brought the chess and said to him, Wilt thou play with me? And he said, Yes. So they played, and the old man beat him. Ibrahim cried, Well done, and left playing and rose, upon which his host asked him, What aileth thee, O youth? Whereto he answered, I want the bag. Thereupon the sheikh rose and brought it out to him, saying, Here it is, O my lord. Wilt thou now return to playing with me? Yes, 
replied Ibrahim. Accordingly they played, and the young man beat him. Quoth the Shaykh, When thy thought was occupied with the bag, I beat thee. But now I have brought it back to thee, thou beatest me. But tell me, O my youth, what countryman art thou? Quoth Ibrahim, I am from Egypt. And quoth the oldster, And what is the cause of thy coming to Baghdad? Whereupon Ibrahim brought out the portrait and said to him, Know, my uncle, that I am the son of Al-Kasib, wazir of Egypt, and I saw with a bookseller this picture which bewildered my wit. I asked him, who painted it? And he said, He who wrought it is a man, Abu al-Kasim al-Sandalani, who dwelleth in a street called the Street of Safran in the Kark quarter of Baghdad. So I took with me somewhat of money and came hither alone, none knowing of my case. And I desire of the fullness of thy favour that thou direct me to Abu al-Kasim, so I may ask him of the cause of his painting this picture, and whose portrait it is. And whatsoever he desireth of me, I will give him that same. Said his host, By Allah, O my son, I am Abu al-Kasim al-Sandalani, and this is a prodigious thing, how fate hath thus driven thee to me. Now when Ibrahim heard these words, he rose to him and embraced him and kissed his head and hands, saying, Allah upon thee, tell me whose portrait it is. The other replied, I hear and I obey. And rising opened a closet and brought out a number of books, wherein he had painted the same picture. Then said he, No, O my son, that the original of this portrait is my cousin, the daughter of my father's brother, whose name is Abu al-Lais. He dwelleth in Basra, of which city her father is governor, and her name is Jamila the Beautiful. There is not on the face of the earth a fairer than she, but she is averse from men, and cannot hear the word man pronounced in her presence. Now I once repaired to my uncle, to the intent that he should marry me to her, and was lavish of wealth to him, but he would not consent thereto. And when his daughter knew of this, she was indignant, and sent to me to say, amongst other things, And thou have wit tarry not in this town, else wilt thou perish, and thy sin shall be on thine own neck, for she is a virago of virago's. Accordingly I left Basara broken-hearted, and lime this likeness of her in books, and scatter them abroad in various lands, so haply they might fall into the hands of a comely youth like thyself, and he contrive access to her, and peradventure she might fall in love with him, proposing to take a promise of him that, when he should have possession of her, he would show her to me though I look but for a moment from afar off. When Ibrahim, son of Al-Kasib, heard these words, he bowed his head a while in thought, and Al-Sandalani said to him, O my son, I have not seen in Baghdad a fairer than thou, and meseems that when she seeth thee, she will love thee.
Art thou willing, therefore, in case thou be united with her and get possession of her, to show her to me, if I look but for a moment from afar? Ibrahim replied, Yes. And the painter rejoined, This being so, tarry with me till thou set out. And the youth retorted, I cannot tarry longer, for my heart with love of her is all afire. Have patience three days, said the sheikh, till I fit thee out a ship, wherein thou mayest fare to Basra. Accordingly he waited whilst the old man equipped him a craft, and stored therein all that he needed of meat and drink, and so forth. When the three days were past, he said to Ibrahim, Make thee ready for the voyage, for I have prepared thee a packet-boat furnished with all thou requirest. The craft is my property, and the seamen are of my servants. In the vessel is what will suffice thee till thy return, and I have charged the crew to serve thee till thou come back in safety. Thereupon Ibrahim farewelled his host, and, embarking, sailed down the river till he came to Basra, where he pulled out a hundred dinars for the sailors. But they said, We have gotten our hire of our lord. However, he replied, Take this by way of largesse, and I will not acquaint him therewith. So they took it and blessed him. Then the youth landed, and entering the town, asked, Where do the merchants lodge? And was answered, In a khan called the khan of Hamadan. So he walked to the market, wherein stood the khan, and all eyes were fixed upon him and men's sight was attracted to him by reason of his exceeding beauty and loveliness. He entered the caravanserai with one of the sailors in his company, and asking for the porter was directed to an aged man of reverend aspect. He saluted him, and the doorkeeper returned his greeting, after which Ibrahim said to him, O oh, uncle, hast thou a nice chamber? He replied, Yes and taking him and the sailor, opened to them a handsome room decorated with gold, and said, O youth, this chamber befitteth thee. Ibrahim pulled out two dinars and gave them to him, saying, Take these to key money. And the porter took them and blessed him. Then the youth Ibrahim sent the sailor back to the ship and entered the room, where the doorkeeper abode with him and served him, saying, O my lord, thy coming hath brought us joy. Ibrahim gave him a dinar, and said, Buy us herewith bread, and meat, and sweetmeats, and wine. Accordingly the doorkeeper went to the market, and buying ten dirhams worth of victual, brought it back to Ibrahim, and gave him the other ten dirhams. But he cried to him, Spend them on thyself. Whereat the porter rejoiced with passing joy. Then he ate a scone with a little kitchen, and gave the rest to the concierge, adding, Carry this to the people of thy household. The porter carried it to his family, and said to them, Methinks there is not on the face of the earth a more generous than the young man who has come to lodge with us this day, nor yet a pleasanter than he. And he abide with us, we shall grow rich. Then he returned to Ibrahim, and found him weeping. So he sat down, and began to rub his feet, and kiss them, saying, O oh, my lord, Wherefore weepest thou? May Allah not make thee weep. Said Ibrahim, 
O uncle, I have a mind to drink with thee this night. And the porter replied, Hearing and obeying. So he gave him five dinars and said, Buy us fresh fruit and wine, and presently added another five, saying, With these buy also for us dessert and flowers, and five fat fowls, and bring me a lute. The doorkeeper went out, and buying what he had ordered, said to his wife, Strain this wine, and cook us this food, and look thou dress it daintly, for this young man overwhelmeth us with his bounties. She did as he bade her, to the utmost of desire, and he took the victuals and carried them to Ibrahim, son of the Sultan. And Shahrazad perceived the dawn of day, and ceased saying her permitted say. End of night 954 Recording by Andre Levy, andrelevy.net, Lisbon, Portugal.